In the 60s, the comedian Bob Newhart imagined a phone conversation between Sir Walter Raleigh and the West Indies Company. The now famous monologue pictures the response of the official to Walter explaining he is about to send 80 tonnes of leaves from the colonies to London. We have a lot of leaves here already, was the response. The sketch continues as Walter explains what one can do with tobacco and how it will change civilization. The punchline lands with the official laughing at the idea that you roll the leaves in some paper, put it in one's mouth and set fire to it. Introducing something that is outside of the receiver's frame of reference is a challenge, as they do not know where this newfangled thing belongs. The official responded by using mockery. Hey, it's nutty wool on the line. The first step in a risk management process is to identify the risk that needs to be measured. The method of determining a risk implies that it has not previously been a consideration. It is outside of the firm's or entire industry's frame of reference. The risk associated with climate change is a hot topic in financial circles as firms get to grips with the physical and social consequences of investing in firms that burn fossil fuels. The challenge is that social values do not feature in traditional risk silos, such as credit market and operational risk, but do get a call out in reputation risk. Finding the right silo for the new threat is an important consideration. The communication of the emergence of a new risk class has similar challenges to our friend Walter. I believe it took 60 years from the discovery of tobacco for smoking to be commonplace. James VI of England and Scotland wrote a, quote, counter-blast to tobacco smoking in 1604. Humans, and in particular financiers, are not great at receiving news of new and emerging risks. In financial firms, and indeed all forms of risk-taking, people do not want to hear that their cosy cabal of money-making is at threat from a new exogenous risk. As with a subprime debacle in 2008, they certainly don't want to hear of emerging endogenous risk, one of their own making. What is interesting about the subprime market was that the threat was staring them in the face. The potential for loans to people with poor credit to default at the same time. Who would have thought? The hardest hurdle for a risk manager to get over when presenting a new and present danger is credibility. The first line of defence is always, it does not exist. That's too crazy. Or, we're not that stupid. The second line of defence, and the one used around climate change, is that this is too far into the future. Remember, financiers' idea of long-term horizon is three bonus periods. Not years, but the annual bonus cycle that is around February. Climate change advocates make the initial error of talking about things that will happen in 2050 or 2100, when the need for action for reallocating investment capital has to start in earnest now. The other mistake that risk managers slip into, and again climate change is a topical subject matter, is to be preachy. Taking the moral high ground gets people's backs up. You have to focus on delivering an argument that is scientifically coherent and neutral. The delivery of results in graphical form is well established. It is accompanying phrases like unlikely but damaging and absolutely worst case scenario is hugely important and one that can tip sound risk advice 
into panicking a decision-maker to take an overtly corrective path. In the UK, I wonder what language that the SAGE Scientific Advisory Group used with the UK government, with their predictions of half a million deaths at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. We will, of course, never find out.